Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Brews and Blockchain. Brews and Blockchain. Brews and Blockchain. Brews and Blockchain. <laughs> hey, my name's Brian. My name's Ross. You might know us as the Crypto Masters, but we also do this Brews and Blockchain where we just talk about the current events in crypto and just kind of shoot the crap. And yeah. While we're having some brews. Well, yeah, while we're having some brews and, you know, just to note what brew our brew of the day is, it's Powder Day IPA, which, Brian, I chose this. It's from Sierra Nevada. You know, you can find it in the Asheville Mountains, I believe. I could be wrong there. Yeah, yeah Mills there. River, North Carolina. But yeah, this I've chose this today, Brian, because, you know, us in the south, up in, we're in the Columbia and Charlotte area, and we just had snow, which is rare, which is crazy. It does not happen. Me in Columbia, it has not happened in like five years or something crazy. So <laughs> it's a powder day IPA for us. All right. Yeah. And we have some, uh, well, you have your an old Stein, right? And I have a new Stein. Stein. Mine, mine was a gift from a friend, and it is the birth of a nation is sort of 3d with the old dudes at the uh signing the declaration of independence i like so, it yeah it is it is very cool and it, it, it has a little miller logo on there so miller brewery uh, put it out you're going with an old faithful there right? i'm going yeah. old faithful today, because i need i need some as we'll get into it in a little bit i need some old faithful love and encouragement to make me feel happy in these um possible dark times All i don't right. know <laughs> so ross has given a foreshadowing of the topic of today you know really uh we're going to focus on one big topic today because it's a big one and a lot of times on these shows you know we'll have five or six different things going on this week in crypto right now there's really one thing and that is this correction yeah what do we call it a correction a dip a bear market i'm not sure but we and if, funny enough, Brian, we kind of started off with, you know, talking about market tops and cycles, and that yeah. has dipped yeah. into something a little yeah. different. So, so yeah. what Ross is talking about, if you've watched our previous bruising blockchain at the end of uh, 2021, we were talking about, you know, when when is the big uh, market top, the market blow off going to be? Um, well, we're still asking that question, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't seem to be any time imminent, uh, like we thought it might have been back yeah. then. So. This just shows, uh, you know, really nobody knows where the crypto markets are going, including us. Oh, yeah. No, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it is January 23rd. Um, it's a Sunday here in the U.S. And um, it's a, it's, there's been a market, um, substantial market decline in the past, I don't know, week or so. Um, down to right around today, it's trading, Bitcoin is trading at around 35,000 range. So um, it's just, it, everything is down. A whole lot of red across the charts for both BTC and uh, essentially almost all altcoins. Oh yeah, everything's down. A lot of people are sad. Some people are angry. Some people are confused, scared. <laughs> but uh, I think this shows, one thing I don't want to mention is it kind of shows what, we at the Crispo Masters are all about. We're about the long term. So yeah. if you've been in in crypto as long as we have, we're not in the red in our our perspective. That's you know, true. We've taken profits. We're we're profitable. We're in the green. But this just shows if you're in it for the long haul, 
everything's good. You know, this is bad in the short term, but, you but know. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest though too. Um, I haven't taken a lot of outfits. <laughs> I've no, I, haven't I, taken I, a lot I have taken some, but you know, I'm very optimistic about the future of crypto, and so because of that, I have not taken very much. Um, so you know, I've just I when we get a downturn like this, I just got to decide: am I still optimistic in the future of crypto? And the answer for me is yes. And so I'm not, I haven't sold any and I'm not going to. No, I, and especially in times like this, I mean, of course not financial advice, but the last thing you want to think about doing is selling. I mean, the, what you don't want to think or what you want to be cautious of is buying now because, you know, maybe you're catching a fallen knife, but. But who knows, right? But who knows, yeah. Well, so on that point, Ross, you texted me, uh, I don't know, it was yesterday or the day before, um, when we had a, a pretty big drop, and you, you you mentioned something you saw from BitBoy. Um, yep. Bit, as, you, as you probably know, BitBoy, I think, has the biggest uh, following on... Um, oh, YouTube, yeah. Uh, the Bit Squad is... It's yeah. huge. It's lively. He's got 1.4 million subscribers. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. he's got a lot. Yeah. And, you know, there's been rumors that, you know, we thought about collabing with BitBoy, and he wants to collab with us, but not yet, BitBoy. Not, Not yet. yet. We are though in this. In no, the, just kidding. But yeah, we're geographically uh, fairly close to him. I think he's in the Atlanta area. So yeah, you know. ATL. We're we're yeah. in uh, SC. So yeah, we're very close. So one day. But anyway, maybe well, one day. So what was it that Bitboy said? But yeah, Bitboy is saying. I don't want to, you know, put a definitive statement on it. But he's calling. He's iffy on the bear market, and it's for him. It feels like there's a bear market. From what I've watched at his show, that's his live show he does at lunchtime. Every day, uh, during the week, I should say, but it was on January 21st, so that was two okay, days ago. Yeah. But yeah, he's kind of saying, um, we're kind of looking at a bear market, but we're still watching. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they all they usually waffle. I mean, yeah, yeah, you either have the ones that say, you know, and we saw this a lot at the end of 2021 that say, oh, yeah, my TA tells me we're going to be at uh, at least 95,000, you know, BTC by the end of the year, and then they're wrong, and, and then they have an excuse for that. And, and that just shows, like, you can be as smart, you can be as articulate yeah. as you want to be, but y- you cannot predict these things in the short term. If you can predict the market and you're not a billionaire, then you can't predict the market. <laughs> you cannot really, predict the market. If you yeah. could, you really would be a billionaire. So whenever anybody says, oh, yeah, I know, I can read this candle and tell you what's going to happen next. Okay, show me your billions because... (laughs) Exactly. And I want to say this for the Bit Squad, if if some of the Bit Squad are here, we're not bashing them in any way. We're just proving a point that you just can't predict the market. It's Uh, impossible. I'll say too, I I, I like BitBoy. He does seem like a nice guy. He has a a good backstory. Um, He has been in the markets a long time. I, 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 I listen to him. Doesn't mean I always follow, you know, his his advice or predictions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, no one should should do that. So. And and I think one day, Brian, we should have a uh, Bitboy uh, Crypto Masters race. You know, the Lambo versus the Tesla. That's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm predicting. But maybe one day. Oh, one day. yeah, he does have a Lambo. Yeah, he? yeah. So you'll have to take him up on. I think know. I could beat him. I I think in a short race, my Tesla would beat him. You can't beat those Teslas off the start. Well, they I'll say, crazy. Brian, the first time you took off when you're leaving our studio here in uh, Rock Hill, I, it was like you just warped out of vision. Yeah, you, <laughs> so, it's almost like your face is getting blown. Yeah, back, it like kind of hurt my those, neck when I was riding with you. One those G force ah! chambers, you know, where the guy's mouth goes. Ah, I mean, it's really fast. Yeah. 
All right, so BitBoy, the challenge is on. Yeah, and uh, so I did want to mention before we move on to another topic, he did show a really cool chart here that I'll show up um, in a second to kind of give us a little more hope here. But this is a chart showing the purple is uh, uh, social sentiment, so that kind of takes in, you know, like Twitter and Instagram, you know, everything together, kind of seeing like is BitBoy— Is it kind of like the fear— Fear and greed gauge. Similar, yeah. yeah. It's, it kind of takes in all, like, what are people tweeting about Bitcoin? Is it negative? Is it positive? And yeah. so these dips, you can see the the red uh, rectangle here. It, he's kind of saying, or one of his analysts was saying that, you know, three sediment dips in a row uh, usually has a blow-off top, and you can, or not a blow-off top, but a good uh, yeah. north northern movement which is the price in green so what is the time period there with those prior oh, three so dips? yeah what is the i just hit frame? my mic but i think that's september of 21 so august september oh, okay yeah. so when yeah. we had our last uh run up yeah the last run after the summer you know crashed in may kind of was down in the summer and then we had the big run up in september okay yeah so that's kind of what they're saying three dips in social sentiment could mean a, a northern movement whether that's true, we'll see. But hey, that's a little hopium for you. It is, and and you know, before we get into some of the the possible causes of this, um, you know, I kind of want to say you, you sort of can't com- compare this to past trends that you know everybody saw, like post having, you yeah. know, about a year to to eighteen months later, you had the blow off top, and then the crash, and then the bear market, and that's what everyone was looking for again here and and frankly i was too i I thought we would get something like that and we still might um but you know this is very different we we had first of all you had the covid crash in march of 2020 which you know that was a black swan everybody said and rightfully so i think you know that was a one-off we can't read too much into that but yeah it took everyone out so yeah yeah but then we had the unusual thing at least as far as the prior uh previous patterns you know, in, in April of this year, you know, we, we had the, the big run-up. Everything was great. And in May, we had the tr- really unexpected dip. If you want to call it a dip, it was a huge dip, f- basically 50% or oh, yeah. 5%. Um, and, and then it stayed down for a while through the summer. And then, you know, it went back up in the early, early fall. But again, that was just different than what we'd seen before. So... It does kind of seem like maybe those who were saying, you know, this time is different, um, you know, may have been right. Or or at least they were saying maybe it'll be an extended, um, you know, length of time before we get to the big run up and, and drop. So that's yet to be seen. Yeah. And we're not in, I'd say, new territory here. This is and, and one thing to mention, too, is a crypto dip or a crypto I don't even want to say crash, but a crypto dip in normal trading stocks, whatever, is a crash. You know, this is oh yeah, fluctuations in crypto are very different. So yeah, just you know, something to point. We, out we see um, headlines from the mainstream media sometimes that says you know crypto is in a, a correction or a bear market. You know, which they define in stocks as, as a twenty percent drop and. In crypto, a twenty percent drop. You're like, what? That's, that's not, average Sunday that's night, Brian. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. So it's just a different uh, world, and the terminology really needs to be different. But at this level, you know, it is basically almost down half, almost fifty percent from from the all time high in um, October or early November. Anyway, yeah, early November. Huh? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So anyway, let's talk about the possible causes of this, Ross. Um, yeah. 
and, and, and the catalyst. And what, one of the things being talked about is Russia. So Russia has come out with a, you know, a couple of things. One is, and I think I'm pretty sure is the Federal Reserve of Russia said, let's ban crypto mining, let's ban crypto sales kind of thing. Um, so kind of like China, like they, they, let's, let's do what China did, which I don't know why anyone would want to follow that lead, which seemed to be a, a terribly bad decision on China's part. Yeah. But who knows with Russia? But in, in my mind, and I don't know how much effect this had, but in my mind, this is just the Federal Reserve of Russia. I don't know what kind of power they have there, but I do know that the power in Russia is with one guy. Yeah. It's Vladimir Putin. And I don't, I don't know that he said anything about it one way or the other. So to me, I'm not too worried about that. Unless Vladimir Putin says we're going to ban Bitcoin mining, um, I'm not even going to worry about it. And I don't pretend to be an expert in Russian politics, but I do know that they have a dictator. Well, <laughs> and it's a guy named Putin. And unless he says it, it's not going to happen. And if he does say it, probably is going to happen. But I don't know where he stands on that. Yeah. And I, I wanted to Google this because I wanted to be sure that he actually said this and this wasn't some weird dream. But Russia's Putin says crypto has value. This is as of like mid-October, but I couldn't, I thought I remember him saying kind yeah. of in the positive about crypto. So I, I've seen that talked about as, you know, yeah. one of the catalysts for this dip. And I, I'm just not buying it. I mean, it's similar in some ways to what we used to see in China. There were several, uh, you know, false alarms on China banning it. Um, you know, if China finally did, but, um, to me, that's universally been seen as a really bad move. Uh huh. Yeah. A benefit to the Western countries and especially the U.S. So um, I don't see Russia wanting to do that. They certainly don't want to benefit the U.S. And again, it all depends on Putin. I, I give zero um, weight to what the Federal Reserve of Russia says unless it has the support of Vladimir Putin. So no, I, I'm I'm totally with you there. And I'd say you know, kind of going into the next topic here, I'd say. You know the bigger issue with crypto right now is the overarch, uh, the overarch, like the world stock. Like, what are the all the world macro. stocks doing? The you know, sort of the macro environment. Yeah. So, and and to talk about that, I'd say the more the the bigger issue in Russia that could have an influence on the crypto market and really markets everywhere is the Ukraine threat and what's going on there. Are we going to invade the Ukraine? Or are they yeah. not? Like. That, I see, is the bigger threat here. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that, Brian? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that would be disastrous for the Everything. world economy, yeah. at least for some period of time, just because it's such a big, you know, negative event in sort of world peace terms, which will have a macro trickle-down effect. But, I, I and I don't know. I, again, I'm not purporting to be an expert on this. I do, it appears that they have 100,000-plus troops right on the border, um, but... You know, to be honest, Putin is a master negotiator, and he's okay. he's definitely using this as negotiation leverage. He gave, you know, the U.S. and Biden a, a list of demands that he had, which were oh wow okay. ridiculous. Um, but you know, that's the way you negotiate, and that's the way he negotiates. And and, and Biden is seen as weak, and um, you know, he wants to take advantage of that. So, you know, I agree that is a. Uh, that's a concern because if, if Russia invades the Ukraine, that's a big world event that's going to be negative for the markets. Yeah. Um, and, and I would say, you know, we're definitely not 
at least, you know, me personally, I'm not big into politics, but it's something you have to look out for if you are an investor, because these things have weight. These things have influence. I mean, um, you know, if bad things happens in the real world, it affects the market. And and that's, that's just kind of, you know, another possible uh, reason is that, you know, crypto now seems to be following the equities markets, right? Um, So a big world event like that would be negative on the equities markets, which at least in the past couple of years, um, crypto has followed the equities markets. Now, we, we don't really think it should. You know, I mean, you think of um, uh, Bitcoin as, as the new gold is digital gold, right? So gold sort of moves up, at least in inflation times. Inflation will bring down stock market, but gold usually goes up. So, um, but... So if Bitcoin's yeah. the new gold, it should go up and sort of everybody in crypto is saying, well, yeah, if we're having high inflation, why isn't Bitcoin going up? Um, yeah. But anyway, I mean, that's sort of moving on maybe to our next possible catalyst, which is because we don't know how the Russia-Ukraine thing's going out. I, I'm hoping it's it's Pu- Putin's using it for um, leverage and negotiations and not really intent on invading Ukraine. I really hope that. Um, They're just putting the crypto markets in a tough spot. Oh, you know? nice. Nice. <laughs> Bam. Um, that's, uh, I don't know, a pun, a Putin pun. Anyways. Um, so You're welcome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope that doesn't happen. Uh, I think it's probably him, you, you know, using it uh, for negotiation and Probably going to get something out of it, to tell you the truth. But, uh, you know, anyways, that's we just hope for the best. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, you know, so I, I put that as a small percentage. I'd say 15% chance of that happening. So, if, okay, yeah. yeah include that for what that's worth. But so, right so sort of transitioning from that to another big catalyst, I think, obviously, is the U.S. Fed, Federal Reserve. You know, they've said they're going to, and, and they have started tapering their purchases of, of these assets, you know. So it's not like they've reversed them or anything. They're just slowing down the process of buying these assets, you know, mortgage bonds and things like that. Mm-hmm. But also they've announced, um, I believe, three possible um, interest rate increases in 2022. And I believe the market, oh, yeah. the market has factored in at least three, probably more, in my opinion, at this point, because the U.S. the stock market has been going down in the past week plus as well. So, if they if it turns out that the Fed does, I think that's so that's factored in. So I mean, as a possible positive catalyst, the Fed announces at some point, either maybe in February or March, that. You know, no, yes, we're concerned about inflation, which they obviously are, but we're not going to accelerate our rate increases. If they say something like that, stock market will definitely um, go go up, and uh, I think crypto will follow. Yeah, I like it, Brian. And we, we had that, um, you know, even a what feels like to me a whisper of the, the Fed, um, you know, increase, and then things just, you know, you saw stocks dip and... Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. You probably do better than I do. But. Well, I mean, it could be a market overreaction um, because, you know, you're sort of guessing as what the Fed might do. But, you know, inflation numbers are high in the U.S. and, and they've got to respond to that. But they're not going to over respond to that and bring, you know, the market down and make sort of things worse for 
Americans that have investments in the stock market yeah. and, and 401ks and things like that. So they've got to really balance it. And they're not, I, in my opinion, I don't think they're going to overdo it on the inflation fighting by raising rates more than they've already talked about. Okay. So awesome. Oh, that's that, good. That could be positive. So, and for me personally, Ross, I, I like to look at on-chain data. Okay. I kind of like, that's my thing to look at rather than TA. I, I don't really know. Um, I don't really understand. I follow people who do TA, you know, that analyze the charts. Um, but I'm more of an on-chain person. And to me, the on-chain numbers look good for not only BTC, but for alts also. Okay. So that's encouraging to me. And that's why I'm still in the market. Um, the only thing on on-chain that doesn't look good and hasn't looked good for a while is volume. Okay. And when you have, right. when you have low volume, then more minor things like FUD about, uh, China banning Bitcoin can have bigger, bigger, bigger influence. On, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Cause volume's yeah. low. So with lower volume, you know, a smaller sort of change in, in sentiment and more, you know, few more sellers can lead to bigger, bigger moves. So uh -huh. I'm still bullish on the on-chain data that I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I, a lot I, of the things we've talked about in the past. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I'm in line with your uh, thought there, Brian, because I, I, I feel like far too often TA or technical analysis, get, it's the sexy thing, you know? It's like, you know, oh, this trend, you know, this shape in the market indicates this, you know, it, it appears to be a perfect recipe for a prediction of the market. And that's just, you know, you can never do that. And There's so it's many been proven so wrong I mean, over and over again. I, I know. And and I, I don't want to. I mean, I just see so many times that they say, oh, this is a perfect cup and handle or, um, you know, and, and it just doesn't play out the way they say. And then there's there's always an excuse for it. Yeah, and there's always like twenty exceptions for the rule, right, you know. Right, so it's right. like yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. So, so, but the on-chain data that we look at, like you know RSI, you you had some that you you looked at as well. Remember that we talked about when we were looking for market tops. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, they're just now down in the zone where it's usually like a buy opportunity, like they're in the oversold zone. Yeah, and I'll pull up those charts right now. I mean, RSI, the relative strength index on Bitcoin now is like really low. It's under 30. Um, you know, it depends on if you're looking at the daily or the weekly or the two week. But any way you look at it, it's low. You, you look at the pure multiple. I think that's good. The, the uh, Pi cycle top indicator. Yeah, Pi cycles. You, that was one of the things you were looking at. Isn't that now in an area where it's like, okay, this is, uh, you know, pretty low, either a buy or hold zone, I would think. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, Puel is, yeah. All right. So here's what I'm doing, Ross. And I said this, I think, on our last show. To me, this is a great opportunity to dollar cost average. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I so, love that word, Brian. Right. And, and, you know, I have some coins that I'm big on, and I'm going to maybe list a few of them here. But I've got my... A, a fairly short list of coins that every week or maybe even twice a week, I'm going to dollar cost average into absolutely every, every Sunday evening, just because Sundays are usually down. Uh huh. Yeah. So every Sunday evening, I'm going to buy X dollars of some coin, whether it's BTC, ETH, ADA. Uh, I have some others on the list. I like, I like, okay. yeah, you know, I like Bancor, um, 
all of those I'm going to look at and whatever one I think is down or is oversold, at least in that time frame, I'm going to dollar cost average into. Okay. And I sort of, and, and so for me, it's going to, it's an absolutely, I'm going to do it on every Sunday evening. And on Wednesday, uh, I have the option of doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're, so, yeah. yeah. So if, I see if, your playbook if here. It's, if it's down again, okay, I'm going to look at something down in particular. And on this day, it might be spell. I've started buying some spell, which I, I think long term has a good opportunity. Okay. Stable coin uh, with uh, the magic internet money. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. They're, right. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's a, you know, anyways, that's one I'm looking at as well. If it's particularly down and it got, it was brutal for it this weekend. So I, I bought a little more. Okay, nice. But anyway, that I'm dollar, that's how I'm handling this dip. So do I, what do I think? I think, do I think we're going to be in the long bear market? I don't think so. But if we are, it's okay. I'm dollar cost averaging. Yeah. Right. But I, okay. I honestly don't think so. I, I think we're going to. We're going to come back. Um, I think the bull market will resume. And if so, I'll be in a good spot. If not, I keep dollar cost averaging. No, I like it, Brian. How, how are you handling it? What yeah, I mean, this? you know, so I did my, a good portion, not cash out, but profit taking back in like October, you know, kind of taking. That was a good time. To yeah. It, it, ah, and, ah. you know, that's not me bragging. That's just me saying, wow, I got kind of lucky, lucky there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, knocked out a little bit of student loans. And, you know, about a month ago, month and a half, two months ago, I uh, moved a lot, you know, or a good, you know, small percentage, maybe like 10 percent of my my holdings into some stable coins. Kind of like, you know, I'm a uh, I'm lying in wait, Brian. I'm yeah. just looking at the market. I'm like, where I want to put it. So I've got stuff in stablecoin now. I, you know, not anyway thinking about cashing out, but, um, you know, I might start kind of stealing your strategy and doing some dollar cost That's averaging. Good. But yeah, um, I got to tell you, so just, you know, it's bruising blockchain. So we can say what we want, but, you know, the Cardano has now launched um, a couple of different um, uh, DeFi applications. You know, they have the... Uh, um, the, the market makers, you know, uh, uh-huh. Sunday swap. I was about to say Sunday swap. I always Sunday want to say sushi for some reason, but yeah, Sunday swap. <laughs> to me, I mean, had this not been, um, you know, such a correction, I could see uh, Cardano having a big bump. Oh, man. The, given the right timing, Cardano has right. like 50... I, what feels like 50 things going on in the Cardano yeah. ecosystem. I just, agree. oh my it's gosh. It's just a lot coming. You know, it, it's funny that a lot of people talk about it being a ghost chain because it didn't have dApps, you know, until recently. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, and it, from that to now being, you know, oh my God, the chain is overloaded. You know, it's, it's too much going there's on. Too, there. yeah, yeah, there's a lot going so on. So that just seems to be a great opportunity now while the price is down to uh, dollar cost average into. So that's, that's, Definitely at the top of my list every time I'm looking to uh, put some more into the. And I DCA. forget what the, uh, I don't, I'm butchering this story, but there was a guy, there was one wallet they were looking at that had like seven million or something in tokens, and he moved, he did some transaction with that set seven million and paid like four cents in fees or something I, like yeah. four bucks and something well, and outrageously low, you know. So. so the volume on Cardano recently has been, you know, as much or more even the Ethereum. And then, you know, the Cardano people will post the, uh, the amount of fees, you know, and Ethereum gas fees, they've paid, you know, however many millions. And then it's literally a, f- a small fraction of that, the fees on Cardano. It's, yeah. So when that, when that gets up and running, at least until ETH2 comes along, I mean, there's obviously a good 
argument that, hey, you know, a lot of people are going to be using the Cardano blockchain. So, you know, that's something to follow. For me, that's something that looks like an opportunity to DCA into. Yeah, I man, I love Cardano right now. It just it's just sad that the market kind of played out like it did, but right. man, I given the it, right timing, it, it should have exploded. Yeah, but you know, maybe that opportunity is still there. But, all right, I think uh, you know we'll be back next week and we'll talk about some more of the developing events in crypto. Oh yeah, guys, and hey, we've got a lot. We really want to hit twenty twenty two hard. We, you know, this may be coming out. This episode might be coming out after a. A little extended break but we really want to deliver some more content for y'all so stay tuned hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more uh crypto masters and, content and let us know your comments we will we will definitely uh take a look and uh we'll incorporate it into the next show thanks everybody